0: Still feeling a
1: little d-ty. I'm slapping that frank nitty and rolling up to get litty A pity, they're still killing my city when I'm millies So silly, so stupid, get dumb, up How we dealing with the pain, main needle on the wax plane All the shit I can't claim because I do my damn thing At my university, they get my first degree Trying to figure out it's legal that the cops keep murdering That's why they got me going can't take this no more I'm running back on for this go Like my name's Frank Gore Pop little somethings at the store Hop on the train to the shore Pondering all the knowledge That has built up my core I'm for sure Gonna keep on spitting rhymes that are pure And for sure Gonna keep on spreading love when on tour For four scores I'ma make sure that we follow the drum The way we deal with all this Is get hyphy and dumb I'm screaming. Speaking like I'm 90 though, my ID says I'm 24, heavy smoke cloud full of all of my blueprints. My first book of poems was a wallowing youth script, I used splits, never saw smoking as cool tips, know the long term
2: of a potion you choosing, don't no lose ends, I clean the table and hock it, close legal money deals with an eighth in my pocket, profit, though I blew it in a day and a half, dropped a bag in the restaurant and stayed in the abs,
1: Back Lashes ignored I don't have to report to anyone that ain't ever pressing play or
2: record. I ain't worried about the pay, I'm creating rapport. But you still shouldn't ever have me
1: pay to perform. felt harm till I poured that tequila with an ice lane. When I stepped up to the mic, they heard my mind saying.
3: by example, guess I'm old school, I still like the beat with the sample, well, whatever turns you on I guess Natural, These last days got us all thinking plan-based. Another disease, unbelief, might be man-made. And I don't like when there's certain things you can't say. Cause you don't wanna lose them points with your fan base. I'm all for it, yet I'm an anti-chorus. People ain't satisfied with a small portion. No more oppression, you're forced on the people at will. Until we see it clear as severe in this battle drill. I can't agree with exploiting the culture. Never. We on the streets, tensions boiling over. I still follow my heart, still. Follow the young While I scream and i cry At the top of my lungs I'm like,
2: woo!
1: Those two
4: No,
5: not a shred of uh, tangible evidence. No fingerprints, no crime scenes of uh, bloody uh, boot prints. Uh, They didn't match my boots, no eyewitnesses. Even the shotgun shells uh, found conveniently at each uh, crime scene didn't match uh, the shotgun shells that I owned.
6: Were you there that
5: night? Uh, No, I wasn't. Everything was predicated on hearsay.
3: I Never claimed to be something that I wasn't Bo, that's my name, don't wear it out. Kind creatures, that's my gang, you know my whereabouts If you test my aim, then I'ma air you out So you best behave, be on your best behavior Oh, you be the met my neighbors One more game, with guns in both hands Drum rolling, going through the emotions A gun and snub noses, unloading out my clip, bullseye. This is what it sounds like when thugs fly. Thugs craft hit drops and closed caskets. Thug life is mine, I'm old fashioned. With this easy, I bleed your block slap. Excuse me for being a kind creature, my bad. It's a one in a million. When we make love, it's the most wonderful feeling. No one enough, it can come between us. And throwing down they ain't never been a thing for me to bring her. She was right there. Reason your dreams turn to your worst nightmare. So, what's up, I'm right here. So, so. You getting jumped out on white fit? So, so. That's when your lungs collapse. Who wanna run with blocks? Fucking bumper gon' gonna get rocked on the pavement deceased. Stretched out like the lowercase letter T from that Desert Eagle 4-5. Cross my heart, hope to die. Stick a needle in both my eyes. I swear to God, before I sign up, gotta pardon me for being a kind creature. My fault. Don't succeed Dust yourself off and try again and nurse your self-esteem. You in fear of me, I see it in your eyes Cause I'm the tyranny of evil men Inside and everyone laughs and dark side But man's never been afraid to carry round the thing Desi in my jeans, 11 rounds in the zen Heavy is the head that wears the crown, I'm the king Of the north coast fucker, these boys don't want it With you boy, Detroit's most wanted this bought a Glock, cost me 400, and it's fresh out the box. Don't be no dummy. And Trees got a 44 auto, man. Guaranteed to tag a toe and zip a body bag. Both skins, oh she has got a double bag. Full of two, two, threes and a bunch of mags.
1: What's the name of this town?
0: Yeah. I'll let Felix and Jarvis ask the next question. Are you ready to throw down? Yeah. Hey, what can we saying?
3: I was been yeah. said. we go to the opening square. We were took my hood over, had my people strong. We was young, banging purple top, selling people who was. Got knocked, opened up my Bible and now I'm reading some. Bring me to killing everyone. Who tried to feed me crumb Too busy in the street Ain't really watch no TV run on a CD run Still we want the kid Who shot that BB gun When we'll niggas see me they run Now you tell me who won This for all my 23 and 1 Never see the sun Niggas legacy for drugs with the in them, Whatever left on the plate I leave my teeth to some Got my hand fit That's what I give to trying to feed the slum, But still riding dirty On that pimp C and boy
1: It's i good. Could-
0: What if I told you that the battle is on? on. Would that rattle your bones? bones? Or would you be dying to kill in the name of this throne? Drop bombs on innocent people or innocent on some homes with automatic weapons or Hone. military drones? Hone. But me and my friend play crow kit and make bits on which country live with a full nicks. Under the pressure of my fingertips, Hone. any day or any time, they just cattle. Hone. We don't need they kind anyhow, high. Any high. talking population control. Hone. Gotta make room for the young, Hone. so it's out with the old. Hone. I got tanks that need using, I'm letting them go. Hone. For the low and some C4 charges that's ready to Flow. I got a ticket on for cause Become my partner the supplier And all my home is down to invest in my empire See the economy with no natural evidence They complain but that's a part of being present I could use worship as a warship, Bible and sword. Turn many women dominions minions over heaven's rewards. Promise Islamic bombers heaven's harem of whores for taking out a couple of floors. The holiest wars bring prophets and I don't mean Moses unless he's on the screen when the Nasdaq opens. Horatio Cain won't be able to blame me for the third party bodies that have followers slain. Ashes and burnt remains all left in the name of whoever you praise. I just made it a game called winners and sinners, but they weren't the same. You can play along with us at home. Living in Rome, destined to the fall, didn't you hear? I ain't worried about the views of the public and peers. Shit, Hitler was one time Mag's man of the year. I'ma get it with hope while I'm peddling here. I'm a wolf in a wool cap with rose to match. Leading the flock right down the hatch. I'm the fox in the hen house, the devil you know, in a black Cadillac, wrist glistening gold, on my way to eat steaks with TD Jake. So if you wanna down with Christ, you gon' need these tapes. And if you still don't know how cold I am, please turn to page three in your church if program.
7: Oh, need
5: Thank you for joining us on that journey right now. We started this last hour of music with the brand new Nas, Michael and Quincy, King's Disease 3. After that, we heard Key and Chase the Money with Roland. These Hands, the new album, The Three's Company, Murs, The Grouch, and Reverie. That track was Where I'm From. Dev Morrison with Guaranteed, Sort by Knowledge, Alex Reese with Pulp Fiction, new music from Mikos to God, that was Breathe off his new Astro Bounce project, MC Paz Woo, off the upcoming album Through Time, Out Everywhere this December, keep your eyes peeled for that, Little Miles Davis, backseat Betty off the live album We Want Miles. Crondon and Shafiq Hussein that was off their album White Boys. The track was Bloomingdales featuring Anderson Pack and Jimetta Rose. John Carpenter's theme for They Live. Some Weldon Irving. Heard it all before. Boldy James and Sterling Tools that track was Birth of Bold off Manger on McNichols and he's dropped a lot of albums the last few years but I think the Manger on McNichols is probably my favorite track favorite album from Boldy it was he had been working on it for over 10 years and I think it's his best overall album yet after that list, Murder Act Part 2 featuring Big Crit. And we end things off with that Patrice Russian remind me. And thank you all so much again for joining us tonight. We do this every Sunday. Bring you the essential tracks you need here to end your week. Hope you guys have been paying attention to the track list and listen to the, some of these artists going forward we'll be back next week with more music i'm gonna end things here with some lush life everybody have a good week peace it's getting iller, killer,
7: instinct
1: is- to infiltrate but wait I know you wanna enter but I can't let you in My mind stays the maddest I'm gone with the wind Because it is survival of the fittest When the shit hits the
0: fan I got my shank in my hand Black man with the permanent tan I come from the villa never ran Damn, Damn. I'm feeling another part of reality Hit me when I represent the FAP Straight from the build till then play the building I mean literally when I say I make a killing I'm finna the Buster pipe. Original heads represent the Brooklyn all night. Do or die, I'm saying it's you or not. Bring your clique. So we can get stoned like family sly. B to CI in the bush. Mighty Mateen, rockin' the rock, giving the push. Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. Never taking shots, because Brooklyn's
1: the bottom. Tomorrow. We did it like that and now we do it like this, we did it like that and now we do it like this, go inside your mind and find a time that you miss, and just think about the steel in your fist. it's just an extension of your arm, it's that ghetto type of charm that makes all the homeboys swarm, can I drop the bomb, oh yes I can, move with the groove, move like Dan. who is the man, that kid there, who is the chick with
0: the pick in her hair? Angela uh, Davis And we roll like Avis Rent a car, kid, there you are You know where to find me Whenever you All need
8: right. it's six o'clock I don't think our first three comedians are here But uh, that's, you know, how it goes uh, It's Friday night It's time for the happy hour Could be the last happy hour ever of Mutiny Radio. Could be, could be. All right. It's the same as it always is. Four-minute sets, you'll hear a horn. And uh, it's kind of exciting. We have Ian Levy back in town from New York. So, Woo. All right, everybody. Clap your hands together for your first comedian. It's Dan Lewis.
9: How's it going, guys? Okay. Okay catch the breath, get settled in here. I don't know how to, I never know how to start. I, a lot of people have like these look-like jokes, you know, like I look like this. I don't really look like anything. I'm pretty much a kind of a blank person in a way. The only thing I ever get is sometimes people are like, you look like uh, Jason Statham. I get that one a lot, which is kind of like, I don't like it because it it's sort of sort of like saying you look like a worse Jason Statham, right? No one's ever like, yeah, you look like a more handsome Jason Statham. No one ever does that. And if they do, they're kind of insulting you in other ways inadvertently, right? It's like... No one's gonna be like, you know what? You look like a more handsome uh, uh, Jason Statham. Uh, You know what? He should be uh, working at Panera Bread, actually. And you should be the movie star. Anyway. But it is hard. Yeah, I got, uh, I do. Once in a while, I'll walk somebody. So in comedy, obviously, you guys all know somebody gets up and leaves during your set. That's walking the person. Uh, This happened to me the other day. It was a small child that I walked. And uh, parents told me that was his first steps, actually. They were like, thank you. They were crying. It was amazing. Okay. Probably shouldn't do jokes about how bad I am at comedy. That's not good. Okay. You guys, I think uh, too much of the online porn's kind of distorting my idea of reality. You know, it's like uh, I was driving near uh, UC Berkeley campus the other day, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll see some, you know, some hot college girls or something. And then I saw them, and they looked really young. It was, I was like, ew, it was kind of gross, actually. Because yeah, hot college girls, I was picturing, like, a, a full-grown lady with, like, a, you know, pigtails and uh, C-section scar and all that stuff. Uh, and braces, too, for some reason. That's what I was picturing. This explains my, uh, my disappointment and surprise last night uh, when my pizza delivery guy didn't quite have the big juicy cock that I was expecting. <sighs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, I have a wrapped 23andMe test in my house. I don't want to take it. My friend bought it for me. And I'm not, I don't know if I'm interested. I was talking to another friend of mine about, should I do it? He says, whatever you do, don't take that test. Do not take that test. I was like, why? He said, because that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. guy who killed 13 people. His advice for not being like the Golden State Killer, uh, don't take the test, not don't kill 13 people. He's like, he's like, look, man, I don't know how the rest of your life is going to go. Taking the test is something you can control. Good advice for anybody, actually. Uh, you know, you miss a period, don't take the test, ladies. COVID symptoms, don't take the test. Whatever you do. If you have already killed 13 people, I agree. Don't take the test. And also, maybe kill one more person, because 13 people, that's got to be bad luck. Ugh. I don't know why Santa hasn't been canceled yet. I feel like he should be canceled, right? First of all, he disproportionately benefits white people. That's not cool. And uh, also, uh, it's kind of weird. It's like there's this whole idea that if you do all your chores and everything, uh, be nice to your sister, be nice to your brother, do all your chores. In the end, it only comes down to your parents' annual uh, income. Just sort of like, I think a little weird. Also, he only has little people working for him. That's a red flag right there. You go into Ikea, and you see a little person working there, no big deal. You see two, you're like, maybe a coincidence. If everyone working there is a little person, you're going to be like, I am never coming back here again nor am I ever going to Sweden, just to be safe. For the record, and uh, you guys, I thank you for listening here today. Give it up for Pam Benjamin.
8: And Liz, everyone. Hey, keep your hands clapping for your next comedian, everybody. It's Amy Stringer.
7: Oh,
10: <sighs> All right. Um, hmm. I think witches get a bad rap. I think they're they're just they're just always having a good time. They're always like <laughs> My witch laugh. Sorry. Um, witches, yeah, they get a bad rap. I think I don't think much has changed since the Salem witch trials. They're just living their best life. And uh, yeah, maybe they ate a kid or two, but only the fucking annoying ones that deserved it. You know, they went exploring, and, and then they, what they say, it's what witches say double, double toil and trouble. Fuck around and find out. They got coming to them. Um, I'm, a, I'm a twin, I have a twin sister. We're fraternal, thank you. Yeah, I don't care either. Um, I get that a lot when I say, you know, I'm a twin. Usually people are really excited. They're like, oh, so you look just alike? And I'm like, no, we're fraternal. And they go, oh, so you're just normal roommates then, okay. Uh, But we, uh, when we were born, my mom, she had to have a C-section. And um, I was the one who was supposed to be born first but somehow my sister, you know, in the kerfuffle of everything, she like wiggles out over me, kicks me in the face, and flips me off as she's being carried away by the doctor and is born first. And then she hurt her foot when she dumped the trust out of my heart and she had to spend some time in the NICU, the, the neonatal intensive cunt unit, where she belonged. I, um, I... I dated men most of my life, but, but recently I, I experimented dating women for the first time and that was, that was fun. I wasn't good at it though. Like, um, there was a learning curve I wasn't expecting. Like, like for the first, like the first time I was really hooking up with a woman and, um, I tried so hard, but I couldn't take her bra off and, I know how to do mine, but on her, it was just a different angle. And, um, yeah, and then I just felt so bad for all the men I have judged so harshly. Ever since I was a teenager, if a guy, you know, fumbled even for a second trying to take my bra off in my head, I'd be like, okay, amateur. But I just had never walked a mile in their hands. I, what's worse is though, I I couldn't find her clit. I I know how mine works, but on her, it was just a different angle. I wasn't expecting so many folds. Like I was down there and I was like, ooh, what library is this? Let's see. Should have brought a bookmark. He was like, okay, amateur. And I'm like, shh, we're in a library. I'm sorry, I didn't know I was signing up for an origami class. I don't know. I didn't make her come, but I did make a lovely swan. Thank you.
8: Amy Stringer, everyone. And her cunty baby. <laughs> That's a funny. That's funny. A, a baby is a, a baby. Okay, your next comedian. Put your hands together for Art Geisten.
11: Hello, everybody. Ooh, you got some gifts for me? What's going on there? How are you guys doing? Let's give it up for Pam one time, huh? Yeah. So guys, I'm single. If you're wondering, I also never made women come before, so I'm on the same page here. Guys, so I'm single, I, um, and the thing is, I like to date women that are out of my league, but the good thing is I'm bald and short, so that's most women. Pretty big pool to choose from. It's weird being bald, because I'm the only bald person in my family. That means there was nobody there to teach me things, like how to shave your head, that you're supposed to put sunscreen on top of your head. Or that Skinheads is not a support group for bold men? What the fuck? Fucked up. I'm trying some new jokes today, guys. Um, thank you. Yeah, I need a little encouragement, you know. Fake a couple of laughs and shit. I'm all for enabling women to penetrate male-dominated career fields. Like there's no reason why we shouldn't have more female software engineers. No reason at all. But there's some jobs that I think we should leave for men. For example, if I take a fat shit and I clog the toilet, I don't want a hot blonde named Rebecca to show with a plunger to fix it. I just feel like a plumber should look like somebody that could cause a plumbing issue. I don't know. We're trying, we're trying. my mom clogged the toilet no must hide it well i i clog it and fix it a lot so i have a lot of experience i might become a plumber um i'll tell you guys a story when i was in my early 20s i got arrested and i went to jail which sounds badass but it's stupid because i got arrested in san francisco for weed granted at the time it was illegal but saying you're not supposed to smoke weed in san francisco is kind of like a warning label on a product that everybody ignores like, have you ever bought a box of Q-tips and it says you're not supposed to use Q-tips to clean your ears? What's going to happen? You're going to damage your eardrum? It's stupid. But here's the stupider part of the story. I didn't get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. You know how embarrassing it is at getting arrested by a campus cop? That's like getting suspended by a substitute teacher. Because are they even allowed to do that? Apparently they are. Here's the stupidest part of that story. I wasn't even a student at SF State. I was just driving by. Here's what happened. I was driving. I had weed in the car. I get pulled over. And I thought I was going to get away with it because a few days before, I watched this YouTube video that taught you how to deal with cops. It was all about knowing your rights. I thought I was ready. The cop walks up to me. He says, do you know why I pulled you over? I remember the video. They tell you, don't admit your guilt. So I said, no, officer, I do not. He smells the weed in the car. He goes, can you get out of the car? I'm going to search it. Again, I remembered the video, and I said, sorry, officer, I do not consent to your search. You're going to need a warrant for that. I thought I was getting him. Then he goes, get the fuck out of the car. I'm going to pull you out. I didn't know what to do, because when I was watching the video, I fell asleep halfway through. So I didn't get to this specific scenario, so I had to get out of the car. I was sitting on the curb. He called for backup. A couple of more cop cars pull up. This time, real cops, SFPD. This is how I imagine he called for backup. He was probably like, Hey, this is Campus Cop. I made an arrest. I'm going to need backup. And the cop on the other line must have been like, are you even allowed to do that? I was in the cop car going to jail, and the cop kept asking me a hell of questions. But I remember the video. I must have woke up again from my nap. I remember this part. They said, don't answer the questions because they could use it against you in court. So I wasn't saying nothing to him. He got real annoyed at me. He goes like, what are you, deaf or something? I said, sorry, officer. I must have damaged my eardrum. Thank you, guys.
8: Yay. Art y'all, you stand. I, I also use Q-tips to clean my ears. Also, they're the best way to pick your nose. All right. Yeah, you can. if you have boogers in your nose, use a Q-tip. It's the best way to dig those little motherfuckers out. Uh, your next comedian is joining us all the way from New York City. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy.
12: go here are my new jokes i um i recently learned uh, you're not supposed to use the term uh, homeless anymore now the politically correct term is unhoused uh which feels a little bit like being on the titanic and being like we're sinking and someone's like i think you mean unfloating and it's like well we got bigger issues here but okay sure but i you know i wanted to get it right you know so that I, I actually asked a homeless person i said would you rather be called homeless or unhoused and he bit me so it feels like, ah oh, you know, I still want to get, I was like, nah, once for yes, you know, twice for okay, nope, not feeling that, that's fine. It is kind of crazy. Also, what are we supposed to call the shelters now? That's what, an unhoused shelter? Uh, that doesn't sound like much of a shelter. I mean, I gotta be honest, you know, you gotta be like, hey, it sounds like uh, the outside. Just be like, hey, I'm going to send you to this new unhoused shelter. It's going to be nice. There's trees and a sandbox and a slide. It's like, are you sending me to the park? Like, what's happening? Okay, there we go. Francisco is a crazy place. I, uh, one of my favorite stories of this, maybe my favorite story of this place is, you guys might not remember, but a few years ago, uh, they were going to build a, a homeless shelter in kind of an affluent neighborhood. And the people in that community, they came together and they actually raised $70,000 to hire an attorney to fight the homeless shelter being built <laughs> Uh, which is just amazing, really. If you just just imagine. I, what I want to know is what did the homeless people think when they heard that? Just like, you had 70,000? I only ever asked for one. Like, that's crazy. You can't just, you didn't give me that. And the most, I, I, I met one of the people, the, I met the guy, I, I can't remember his name, but he was in a restaurant. And he was the main guy who who, who started the, the, the raising money to fight the homeless shelter. And I came up to it. I was like, "How dare you do this to the homeless people in San Francisco?" And he said, uh, "You should call them unhoused." And I was like, "You son of a bitch!" You know, he's got. To, that's not the point. Okay, uh, there we go. There's that. Um, I'm not very. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I was on a date recently. I had this happen. I was on a date, and in the restaurant, a, um, uh, me and this woman we're, were getting drinks, and this guy came into the bar, and the woman uh, kept looking over at this guy. And I asked her, I said, do you uh, do you know that guy? And she said, yeah, that's actually, a, that's my stalker. Uh, I don't know how he found me, but he's constantly sending me very threatening messages, also threatening anyone I'm romantically involved with. Uh, so I told, I was like, I'll deal with this. So I went up and I said, hey, buddy, listen, uh, I don't know this woman, okay? I just <laughs> met her online. I have no real connection, okay? We're not friends. In fact, I'm going to leave. Let me buy you a round of drinks. I didn't know you had dibs, but, you know, okay, so... I've got. I'm not brave. I'm not. You know. I'm a. I'm a. i am am come from a long line of cowards. So I can't deal with. If you have a stalker or a family curse or something, you tell me that before we go out for drinks. You know, because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stick around. You know, I'll meet someone else. You'll die, but you know, that's fine with me. I don't care. As, I, I want to live. You know. I feel like there's always these movies of like people who are brave. You know. They're they're always like, oh, there's some bandits. Let's go form a posse and go down to the old corral and have a shootout. What they never show in the movies is the person who's like, "Let's just give the bandits what they want," you know, and that's where my family comes from. So that's okay. There we go. I um, I don't uh, I, I like movies. I watch a lot of movies, and as I get older, uh, there's there's a very specific genre of movies. It's there's only really one movie that's made for like men in their their thirties and up. And it's all, it's the same fantasy, no matter what the setting. It's a, what if you could solve your problems with violence? That is every, every movie that's made for me. is just like, imagine it because it's, it turns out as you get older, it's not fun to do the right thing. Like the right thing is always de-escalate. You know, if someone's like mad at you, you got to be like, oh, let's calm down and use our adult, you know, but in your head, you're like, yeah, fuck it. You know, like you want to beat them up and stuff. My main fantasy isn't even fighting like tough. I fantas—I I watch Karen videos on TikTok of just women being like, "You can't park here," and I just picture being like, "Freak it!" You know, like that's my—that's my main how I take out my aggression. Okay, thank you. Uh, there we go. I—I uh, I don't know. I've been on dating apps a long time, uh, maybe too long. Uh, it's you—you inter- you end up you start following people's lives. That's how long I've been on. You, you see them grow, you know, you're like on there and you're like, oh, wow, Jennifer, she finished law school. Like, good for her. Like, that's really impressive. You know, it's crazy. And then you're like, swipe, but uh, no, still a no. Okay, I guess she, I wouldn't date me if I was a lawyer either. You know, fair <laughs> enough. But, and you're like, oh, no, Amanda, she's drinking again. That's not good. I thought we moved past this. And, uh, oh, man, it's a match. She really has hit rock bottom. So that's not good at all. Okay, guys, that's been my time. Thank you. <laughs>
8: Ian Levy, everyone, triumphant return, San Francisco. All right, your next comedian is the head honcho over at Milk Bar. Put your hands together for Connor Marshall. I
13: use this one. I use this one. This one.
5: This one. This works.
13: So, how you guys doing? Good. Right on. What's up? Hello. Hello. My name's Connor. Uh, been having a rough week. Been having a hard time sleeping. I've been having night terrors. Yeah, I got myself uh one of those white noise machines. Yeah, just plays Coldplay albums. Okay, all right. First joke. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, my dad is a Vietnam vet. Yeah, he saved animals during the Vietnam War. Okay, all right. Okay. No, he was actually in the Vietnam War. He was uh, a Vietnamese baby. Um and his dad was an american soldier which i think makes my grandmother a prostitute if well, that's how that works okay all right sorry grandma okay uh my dad is a lot darker than me he's a lot darker than me so this would happen all that when i was a kid people would think i was kidnapped all the time um which is weird i remember the first time it happened i was in the grocery store and this lady came up to me and she grabbed my arm and she's like excuse me do you know who this man is and i was like Get the fuck off me, bitch! Stranger danger. Why are you touching me? Right? Uh, and then I had to go over to my dad and be like, "Hey, dad, why did that lady just ask me if I knew who you were?" And he had to lean over and explain to me that that lady is racist. She only sees color. She doesn't see our faces look exactly the same. Uh, so now, when I see kids who like look different than their parents, like they will get a different shade or just like look different, I like have an affinity for those families. It like feels good. I'm like, oh, that's cool that two different looking people had a kid that looks even weirder, right? Uh, But it makes me wonder if I've ever walked past a kidnapped kid and thought, this is beautiful. I love this. This is so nice. Take it, take it, take it. Uh, Been in San Francisco eight years now? Yeah. Trying to be progressive. So I got myself a boyfriend. Thank you, thank you girl. I just like to call her my boyfriend. He thinks that's funny? I think it's funny to Dutch oven her. He does not think that's funny. I think that's funny. We're both laughing. I'm kidding. We broke up. She was a monster. Uh, we were in an open relationship. Yeah. If you guys know what that is, that means I was open to finding a better relationship. Okay. Very San Francisco. Okay, okay. No, I do have a girlfriend. She actually just got diarrhea. Yeah. I don't think we're going to keep it. Uh, I'm actually a single dude right now Still a single guy Recently had a pregnancy scare Yeah, there was a pregnant lady hiding in my closet okay. All right. All right. I actually do have a girlfriend, you guys I do have a girlfriend uh, <laughs> My girlfriend is a bitch um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that She hates when I use that word My wife is a bitch, you guys My boyfriend hates that joke my husband loves it though, so I gotta keep it. You know what I'm saying? He loves. I'm a single guy right now, uh, single dude at the moment. Yeah. Uh, recently had sex with a vegan girl. Yeah. She had an impossible pussy.
4: Okay, all right.
13: Okay, so I got the pussy. I was just hungry an hour later. Does that make sense? Wasn't very filling. All right, that's a good joke. Okay. Oh, quiet! You guys are all going like this. Like I don't know if I should. I don't know. <gasps> all right. Uh, I'll end on this one, fuck it. Uh, I'm going to have a general video party next week. Yeah, not having a baby. I just want to show my friends my penis, so. Okay, my name is Connor Marshall. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Bye.
8: Connor Marshall, everyone. Go check out all the shows at Null Kate's Debates and Wednesdays and Thursdays, all kinds of good shows. All right. Your next comedian is just a joy and a wonderment to be around. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky.
14: Thank you very much. My uh, my dad just had jury duty. He didn't have to do the trial, but he told me that the guy pleaded guilty to threatening the last jury, and I don't think that's the jury duty that you want. I'm I, I told him he should ask to be on the jury for the guy who bribed his jury. I feel like that would be a better way to go. All right, we're starting out strong. Let's do some fucking new shit. Um, I what are we gonna do? I'm glad that superhero stuff is getting more progressive, like all the movies in Marvel are getting more progressive. They had their first uh, gay superhero. In The Eternals, they had their first Muslim superhero, Ms. Marvel. They're actually coming out with a movie about a superhero team, of people who have transitioned from male to female, the X Men. Uh, now it. I'm glad they're getting more progressive. It's always funny to me when they have a progressive superhero and people get really mad about it. Uh, like a few years ago, there was this comic strip where Superman was gay and people were getting really mad about it. Like there were these reviews where people were being like, "Ah, zero stars, unrealistic." I was like, that's the unrealistic part for you? It wasn't the flying or the laser eyes, it was the dick sucking. Okay, I got you. But yeah, this joke's only for Brady. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's also like, I don't think Superman's straight, you know? Like just the chiseled abs, the perfect hair, the colorful leotard that he pulls off. I don't think he's straight. He's definitely not gay either. Superman is an alien. He comes from a planet a million light years away. What he's doing with Lois Lane is closer to bestiality. Um, it feels weird that people are getting mad at him for, for the. If, it kind of feels like if you saw your friend like jump into the chimpanzee exhibit and start sucking its dick, and then you were like, whoa, 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 dude, that chimp is a guy, fucking gay. Nah. I, don't, I don't think that Krypton blew up. I think that Superman was just like kind of a perv, a little bit of a zoo file, and they're like, "You have to get out of here. We're we're kicking you out, Superman. Fuck you, Clark." All right. Um, I I have IBS, just to so you can all know a little bit about me. Um, I have IBS, which was fine during COVID because I was like working from home and the bathroom was you know five seconds away from my desk. But now I'm going into the office, and I. I have to get up like every half hour. I don't like it that my coworkers are thinking about me, you know, going up and shitting. So I am trying to convince them that I am just addicted to cocaine. Um, You don't even, if you want to do it, it's all you don't even have to lie to them. Just every time you exit the bathroom, be like, I am not doing cocaine in there. They'll be like, I I think that guy's doing cocaine in there. Um, I'm trying to sell it though, um, which is tough because I've never done the drug myself so I'm just doing what I've seen people do in movies. A lot of, like nose touching, a uh, lot of being like, woo, and like, shit, goddamn, that kind of stuff. Um, pretending to brush my teeth a lot. See that in movies. Every time they do cocaine, they're like, which I think that's actually why they cut cocaine with baking soda sometimes. Like if people are going to do this, we need to make sure they have some dental hygiene. All right. Do one more. Um, to have a new ones. Ah, uh, right, we'll just do more. I'm getting sick of these targeted ads on my phone. Like, I feel like search for dinner, and there's immediately an ad for Uber Eats that pops up on your phone. Like, stop sending me ads for Panda Express. That's not why I'm looking up Pot nasty Asian. All right, thanks for your time, guys. Hey,
8: Josh Gotsky. Oh, Josh Gretzky, that's lovely. The targeted ads that I get are always like Christian mingle. It doesn't make any sense because a I don't ha- I don't dating app and b just because I say fuck Jesus does not mean okay. Your next comedian, what what an amazing human being! Clap your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Oh, oh, oh.
15: Oh, hello, Mutiny Radio. How are we today? Excited? It's Friday. Another shitty week over with everyone. I did not. I mean, of all the crazy things going on, I didn't did not have um, on my on my Apocalypse bingo card. Well, Trump and his weird ass. Did you hear about this? Donald Trump now has released NFTs. Yes. No. We. No. Seriously. Like he had this big announcement be really big huge gigantic and what he did is he really just like he just said they're $99 I just have to do $99 for an for these like really poorly it's like if like if you imagine you got the shittiest AI you could possibly imagine and fill it with the worst parts of Trump that you could ever imagined and then for $99 a pop ladies and gentlemen there is no satire left comedy is dead but I'm gonna give it a shot right now thank you um I'm also very excited because now um is the is the world cup over yet no it's still going on right so we've got young men chasing balls all over a field my kind of sport it always excites me to watch it I mean I'm certainly watching um the goal over there I'm certainly doing that but um and I think and it makes me think about other sporting things like is um oh wait let me start this over Ben Ooh. ah breathe I'm just really it's good to be here Pam but um so, I just turned 52 and it's very exciting. And I'm a big old faggot. I don't know if you can tell. And it made me wonder, you know, now I've just reached this age, I made me wonder what I've done with my life. You know, what, what, what have I really contributed? What have I gotten from it? You know, and it, these existential thoughts. We all think of this as we get older, don't we? It made me think, like, my God, how many miles of cock have I sucked? Are there any other cock suckers in the room? Yes, girl. Okay, so you, you can go, are you guys lying? So you are lying, right? Of course. So you've never sucked a cock. Would you ever suck a cock? Why not? Maybe. What would it take? Real love. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or maybe some maybe some food. I don't know. Okay. So do you enjoy do do you do it for um, power or love? Okay, so now 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 that now that we've cleared the air, let's do some math, guys. This is going to be hard, so we're going to try to talk about real inches. So let's say you, uh, the average cock is what six inches? You six? Okay, just try to be generous here, my friend. Okay, so let's see, one up, one down, one pass is one up, one down. That's a foot. Let's see, there are uh, four thousand five hundred and eighty feet in a mile, right? Keep going, and I kept doing the math and doing the math, and I came up with like 108,000-odd feet, which is 26.6 miles, which is a marathon, which explains last weekend. Thank you. I feel so close to you all tonight, and I want to share with you the dream of the boys' camp that never was but could have been in Lake put it Me. Wisconsin. It was a little something like this. Oh, I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shore. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Pam.
8: Brady Pearson, everyone. Yay, Brady Pearson. Coming up soon, his new musical, uh, which is going to be great. Little Orphan Fanny, yeah. I can't wait to hear your rendition of It's a Hard Cock Life again. It's just going to lift my spirits. Your next comedian, uh, hey, Sam, it's you, because Lauren's not here yet. Put your hands together for the very lovely, nice, funny, wonderful Sam West.
7: Yay. All
2: right.
16: All right. What's up, everybody? I'm going to do a little bit of new stuff and try reworking stuff. The worst when I say that and then I do stuff that I think is good and I bomb Then. is actually all right. I had the worst nickname in high school. My nickname was Piglet. Doesn't sound too bad until you get the context. Both of my parents, police officers. You're wondering how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you when she thinks you're a goddamn Winnie the Pooh character? Or I was praying to Christopher Robin every night to make it stop? My father, being a police officer, instilled good values within me, you know? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, keep your chin up, you know, pay your taxes. You realize how much pot I had to smoke growing up to undo all of that damage? I can't smoke pot anymore. I get too high. I can't do basic household chores. Last week, I fucked up vacuum cleaning. Here's what happened got so high, had my headphones turned up so loud. I didn't realize that vacuum cleaner was off the entire time.
17: I've
16: done that before. Hell yeah. All I could think was fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47 minute belly rub. Got one of those Roomba vacuums recently. You know, and they kind of sketch me out because I think they collect all the data about my house and send it to Amazon. So from time to time, I like to put mine on a treadmill and let it go for a while. I like to think somewhere Jeff Bezos is slowly going crazy trying to figure out why Sam has a four-mile-long hallway in his little apartment. Yeah, my dad was always there for me, single father for a little while, you know. I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed masturbating. I did what any child would do, called out in terror. Daddy. daddy. And he came so fast. Ew, Sam, ew. Sorry about your dad coming. Um no, we've all seen our dad's come. You know, boys in the house. We've all seen that. We've all not, not dad's come. Jesus Christ, we've all seen our dad's dicks. That's what I meant to say. Holy shit, those are different things, Jesus Christ. But it's it, it, but, but for real, we've all seen it. You know, it's an integral part of being a man in today's society. You see your dad's cock growing up. You know, so much so that I would argue humbly that it should be a mandatory stage in transitioning from female to male, regardless of age. You know, well, Jerry, the surgery, the paperwork's done. Let's hop in the car, stop by the nursing home, say hi to Pops, and make this thing official. All right, that's enough about my dad's dick. Let's uh, let's move on to some silly one-liners. <laughs> I have a pet alligator with species dysphoria. Whenever he thinks about it, he gets so depressed, he starts crying big crocodile tears. Sometimes I wonder if carrots and pumpkins get jealous that oranges won the color. I fucked up the other day on Thanksgiving, put the turkey in the oven at 32 degrees Fahrenheit instead of 320, baked the damn thing frozen. Well, you guys want more dick jokes about my dad's dick? Well, lucky, luckily for you, I have one joke about my dad's dick in my back pocket at all times. Uh, my dad cloned himself, and now I can't figure out which dick I came out of. All right, I'll end it with this, okay? Uh, Yeah, let's end it with this. I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. That's why I only fuck puppets now. I had to break it off with Pinocchio recently. I really liked him, but he kept making everything too kinky, you know? He said he wanted to role play. He wanted me to be Elmo. I said, fuck it, i do a decent Elmo impression. Elmo likes that. You know, whatever, I'll fuck around. But he never told me what he was gonna be. And I had to find out the hard way when midway through coitus, he turned around and looked at me and said,
2: I'm a real boy.
16: All right, thanks everybody. <laughs>
8: Sam West everyone yay he's a real boy um machine you're technically on the list but you just walked in do you want to wait a second okay so let's um we have a newcomer to the room clap your hands together everybody for kapani
7: Tell me. Who do you think
18: you are? Hi, everyone. I uh, didn't plan for uh, like logistically coming up here and I was like I don't know if you wear the jacket because like that guy oh he left Ian wore a jacket but like some people didn't you know okay um script <laughs> um so something I really love is that the term is a registered sex offender because it implies that there's like waitlist you have to wait on in order to become registered. Um, so I imagine out there somewhere there's a guy and he's like 38 and he pants himself in front of an eight-year-old last year and he goes home for Christmas and his mom's like Tommy you're not good for shit. <laughs> Your brother's a registered felon and you're still on the sex offender wait list." <laughs> um, <laughs> If you couldn't tell, it's my first time coming out tonight. And uh, I really, uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to give this an honest go. So I called my ex-boyfriend and I was like, what should I put in a uh, stand-up set? And he's like, do an impression. People love impressions. In my mind, this is gonna be a lot more slick. <laughs> so uh, I have a couple of impressions. This is my first one. This is called Getting Onto the Muni Bus. This is called, <laughs> this is called being a rich person getting onto the Muni bus, beep, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, there's a chair here now. Um, I have another impression, it's a Russian woman who just moved to San Francisco. Um, <clears throat> I just moved to San Francisco and I meet a man he tells me he works for Google. I say Google. I love the nose, the overcoat. That's humor, satire. He goes, "No, Google." I say, "Yes, Google." He says, "No, Google it." I say, "I cannot. Google's dead." Um <laughs> These are these are my <laughs> <laughs> these are- these these are my friends. I didn't ask them to come. They showed up, <laughs> but I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, what was next? I wrote it down. Oh, okay. Um, sex for the first time is a little bit like running on the treadmill while watching Seinfeld, because you think it's going to be a really great idea, but it's just absolutely terrible. <laughs> Um, speaking of my dating life, um, I don't know if this ever happens to you, but like someone asks for your phone number, and they're and they're like, "Hey, I really like the size of your bike tires. <laughs> you want to go for a bike ride sometime?" And uh, when he had my phone number, I was like, "Is this like a platonic hangout or is this a date?" Um, right? And so, so we're on the bike ride, and he's like. I'm a 31-year-old adult man. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say that, you know, context clues. But <laughs> um, we're on the bike ride and he's like, giving me advice for setting up like a work-life balance and like, oh my God, making friends for the first time. Um, and then I realized that there's a third category outside of platonic and date. There is 31-year-old adult man who wants to test drive having an adult daughter. <laughs> so at the end of our um, daddy-daughter hangout, he asks me, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, OK, sure. And as he's giving me a hug, he whispers in my ear, you're going to be OK. Thank you.
8: Kabbani, everyone. Club it up for a first time. That's exciting. Yay. Yay. Um, hey, do you want to wait for a second and chill out? OK um your next comedian he's also pretty new to comedy and he's been telling us some pretty wicked awesome stories put your hands together everybody for machine
4: (laughs) how's it going everybody Hi, lauren how are you doing there nice to see you um so i've been telling stories and i came on the bus on with ozera there and i saw somebody turning up in a fucking tesla last week was that one of you comedians turning up in a fucking oh right yeah yeah, we came on the bus. I came with this gentleman on the bus, the 33 all the way from uh, Richmond. I don't look like I'd ride the bus, but the Muni's awesome. I'm going to have a quick, uh, quick wee story about the World Cup that's coming up uh, on uh, Sunday there. Argentina against France. Who do you all want to win? You do? Exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. And that's exactly the fucking whole point of this story, is England, the motherfuckers, been walking around the world, all those white boys, Fucking beat, dude! Pedophilia and that the whole, through the whole fucking, the whole world, and still wanting to wor- win the World Cup. Now, d- does anyone know about the 1986 World Cup when in the hand of God by Diego Maradona? You know that Argentina fucking beat England in the World Cup final, and Diego Maradona—he was six inches shorter than the goalie he was coming up against, Peter Shilton—and he went for the header. He put his hand up. And he fucking hit the ball in with his hand to take them ahead one nil, and they end up winning. They won two one in the end. It's the, one of the biggest controversies in the, in World Cup history. But to Diego Maradona's um, to uh, he 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 coined it by saying, uh, you know the. Mal, he said Malvinus at the end of it. I don't know if you know what Malvinus is. It's the Falklands War in 1982, where the UK sent their whole fucking fleet over to the Falklands and killed 200 um, Argentinians with in the General Belgrano, the submarine, by putting a, a, a exclusion zone around that looked like a panhandle. It was supposed to be 200 miles around the, the Falklands and they put it like that, and it went right round like this to 400 miles out where those soldiers, where those seamen were. Anyway, so, getting back to Argentina. Fucking yes, Argentina, because France just fucking beat England, and we're all happy about that, being Scottish, and this Indian gentleman here, I'm sure he's fucking well happy about it too, that England got freaking, uh, got knocked knocked out again. England are the type of country... That they always claim that somebody is British once they start winning something. So the last the last white man to win to be the fastest man in the world with no African descent was called Alan Wells, and he's from Scotland. And from seventy-eight to eighty-four, he was Scottish until except for the year nineteen eighty, when he won the Olympics as the fastest man in the world. He was the fastest man in the world for all that time. But England decided to claim him as British just because he was doing so fucking well. Um, so, I'm going to say it. Sorry, all you English fans out there. Fuck the English. Sorry. And I've got a lot of English friends. I've got a lot of Irish friends. I was out with one of my English friends last night. I'm actually not going to tell that story because it's a bit too fresh. It's a bit too fucking fresh. Anyway, the Scots, being the fiercest country in the world... You should be claiming yourselves. Gordon Ramsay, born in frickin' Scotland in Renfrewshire. He claims himself to be English now, just for the fucking title of being fucking English or British. Suck it, Gordon Ramsay. You may be the best chef in the world, but you're fucking Scottish, and you should be claiming that. You drop ten Scotsmen from the garbles in any war, Afghanistan, Ukraine, anywhere, drop them in with a shiv, a knife, and the fucking war will be over within within 10 days. And I'm not even joking. 10 of the hardest motherfuckers on the planet. I'm from the... I'm from just up from them, 20 miles away. I wouldn't fuck with all 10 of them. Nine of them, maybe. So, football, soccer is the biggest sport on the planet. But you don't care about it anymore because the US got knocked out. Even though when the US beat Colombia in... uh, What year was that? You know, US beat Colombia in shit. Let's say it was uh, 94, and the gentleman who who scored the own goal for Colombia, he got fucking massacred outside the nightclub in Colombia for scoring an own goal. 2-1, the US won 2-1. They still didn't do shit. More people turned up to his funeral, 120,000 people turned up to his funeral. More people than has ever been to a women's world soccer game. Sorry, I just had to drop that one in there. Sorry. Anywho, I'm going to wrap it up there because there's way too much to talk about here. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much to talk about, it's ridiculous. So anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is if you're from fucking Scotland, all you fuckers out there, including Gordon Ramsay, um, claim you're from Scotland because it gives you a lot more uh, oomph in the world now than saying that you're British or English. I'm going to get slaughtered outside here. Thank you very much.
8: Bye. Ah! Go Argentina professor machine yay we learned so much about colonization in the world cup all right your next comedian she's one of my favorite people in san francisco clap your hands together for lauren kraut yay
6: thank you hello hi you would think that when I, you get to be my age, you wouldn't be so self-conscious and awkward around people. Hi, how are you doing? OK. I know I'm ridiculous. Yesterday I, I met this guy for the first time and we had a little chat. And when, we left, when I left, I said, nice seeing you again. But like, what did I fall in my head between hello and goodbye? I know how else I'm ridiculous. I haven't had any, I don't have any um, fashion sense since I left high school. Jeans, sneakers, and low self-worth. It's a look. It's not my fault I don't know how to dress. My mother didn't have any fashion sense either. Her only advice to me was the pretty young bird can wear colors, but the plain fat bird should only wear black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my mother did drugs. but one thing i am good at and i hate to brag because i'm it's so unbecoming but i'm an excellent anorexic thank you i'm really good at it so if you have any food you got had wants to be ignored i'm your girl you never hear of anyone pimping themselves out for being an anorexic well let me introduce myself my name is lauren and i'd be happy to help you lose those extra 10 pounds you want to keep one resolution this year Hire me, and you'll never look at food the same way again. Okay, thank you. Here's a depressing thought. (laughs) Wait, we haven't gotten to it yet. (laughs) I've been clinically depressed more than half my life. Here's an uplifting thought. At last count, 27 of my various therapist kids attended Stanford, Harvard, and Yale. Co- coincidence that's just a long way around saying I've been in therapy forever okay Another depressing thought I have a BA in English and theater a master's in creative writing a teaching credential and a certificate of completion from Columbia University School of Bartending all true and yet I stand before you without a steady job here's an uplifting thought at my last job, I got a free drink ticket. Comedy pays. Thank you. Depressing thought. Most women my age are married or in a relationship, have kids and grandkids, good jobs, nice, nice homes in Walnut Creek or some other dumb fuck place. I have none of those things. Here's an uplifting thought. Most women my age are dead. Oh, well, I'll have to work on that when I get back to you. Thank you you don't sit out to ruin a day you don't you'd smoke one too many blunts take one too many naps pee in the kitchen sink and boom the whole day is fucked then you might as well stay home and not go to the open mic because nobody wants to see an old giraffe telling jokes not that one <laughs> thank you um all right what do we end on oh yeah Um, because I have OCD people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions when you have obsessions you worry a lot you avoid unlucky things like raisins with compulsions you repeat certain actions over and over you touch and count on whatever says touch me count me Should you have both and you obsess all day about your compulsions then you're fucked did I touch the kitchen table? Did I touch the kitchen table? It's Friday. I fight crime on Fridays. Fighting crime. You'd have to be there to see it. All right. Thanks very much. I'm Lauren Crow. Yay, Lauren Crowd,
8: everyone! Hooray! Yay! All right. Your next comedian, another very funny man, runs a show on Wednesdays at Devil's Acre in North Beach. Clap your hands together for Dan Britton.
19: Give it up for Kaplani, who... Kapani? Kapani, who did her first set here tonight. You guys all just saw it. Hey, before you guys get out of here, hang around, because I'm going to reference you all, okay? Hey, how old are you guys? And Okay. 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 Give it up for the 19-year-old who just started sucking dick, everybody. Give it up for the 21-year-old who refuses to suck dick, everybody. (laughs) She needs uh, some luck from you guys. Anyway, sorry. Um, I am just only now starting to write jokes. Machine's going to come out in the middle of this being like, what the fuck is going on out here? But um, this is a joke called neurodiversity. If if I don't make eye contact with any of you, it's not that I'm not connecting with you. It's just that I'm trying to say this exactly how I wrote it. Um, I'm learning to accept myself as I am. There are so many things that I love about me. I'm a good man. I like spaghetti. These are easy to accept. But there are some things about me I wish that I didn't have. Like I wish I could get my, an itemized receipt for God and just be like, you mind if I exchange in this addictive personality? Okay, that joke blows. Okay. These things are harder to accept. I'm neurodiverse. right? My brain doesn't work like yours or like most people's. That's hard to accept. I'm dyslexic and I have ADHD I bounce around from thing to thing never quite completing anything all the while being confused by letters and numbers it's rather dizzying my my lifestyle is weirdly reminiscent of Willy Wonka's office just a whole spectrum of shit that's halfway done oh my god this is fucking blowing but I'm gonna we're all gonna suffer through this because I need to know if this shit's funny any part of it okay I have two planners where some things are written in one, but not the other. I'm in the middle of 75 books. Or is it 57? And I get frustrated with myself. I witness my behaviors and my pass- and I ask myself cra- passive-aggressive questions like, and I want to be a father someday. <laughs> I hope to pass on wisdom to the next generation. But no matter how frustrating these parts of me are, it's not fair to get mad at myself because of my brain type. I have to accept the person that I am with love and pride. I'll give you an example. This morning I was having my coffee and I decided I wanted a muffin because I had two al pastor quesadillas for dinner last night and thought, why not? (laughs) Let's just intentionally constipate myself. That way, I don't have to worry about using a bathroom all day long. (laughs) This is the logic of a fucking moron. (laughs) So I drive to the bakery, order a muffin, pay for it, get back in the car, drive home. Once I get in my house, I I say, finally, I'm ready to eat my muffin. I look around for a minute, I check my pockets, check my car, and I realize... I didn't bring a muffin home with me, I forgot it. Which means that I must have walked into the bakery, ordered a muffin, paid for it, and then just turn around and left, like an insane person. So what do I do? I get back in my car, I drive back to the bakery, find the same cashier and say out loud to another adult, hey man, I forgot my muffin. The muffin man says, I don't remember you. Like, how could you not remember I I was just here 10 minutes ago. This wasn't my bullshit. This was him adding his bullshit onto my bullshit. And I said, let me refresh your memory. Oh, no, no, sorry. He said, look, man, I sell a lot of muffins to a lot of people. I said, let me refresh your memory. I'm the guy who's gonna smash your head through that display case unless you bestow upon me a goddamn muffin. Quick note about this i know that this wasn't a nice thing to say to another person i didn't even really even want the muffin at this point i just wanted my quest to get the muffin to be over this whole thing fucking blows good thing i spent two days writing this so he gives me the muffin and i drive home when i exit the car my attention is on taking the muffin inside with me so i get out close the car door walk up to the to my building I reach for my keys, and I realize I just locked the keys in my car. So now I'm standing outside in the cold, muffin in hand like a total jerk-off. God, none of these punchlines work. This is when I get angry with myself. I say, God damn it, Daniel, and I smash the muffin on the ground. Now I have what I call a 3 pronged problem. I'm stranded out in the cold. Can't get in the car, can't get in the house, and once again, I have no muffin. Oh, and the coffee that I had is kicking in and I'm realizing I have to take a shit. I find myself asking hurtful questions like, what am I, a fucking idiot? And I remember I have to come up with an answer rooted in positivity and pride. And I say, I'm not an idiot. I'm neurodiverse. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me. This was awful.
8: Dan Britton, what flavor muffin was it? It was, of course, it was blueberry. That's the best flavor. That's the only worthwhile flavor of muffin, I think. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Azara Malik. Yay!
17: Hello, everyone. Uh, Thanks for sticking around. Um, uh, You guys, uh, uh, like, you are 21, she's 19, and you're, I believe, 22, right? I recently celebrated my 25th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting things are happening in my life. For example, I'm dating this new girl. She's a conservative Muslim, very orthodox, and we have not done it yet. She wants to wait. Uh, And I completely respect her decision because I love her. I think it's the right thing to do. We have decided to wait until she turns 18. All right. Uh, I'm a Muslim. Uh, which means um, uh, I take showers only on Fridays. Uh, for people who did not get that, uh, Fridays for Muslims is like Sundays for uh, pedophiles. Alright, moving on. Uh, you know, as, as Muslims, we are not concerned about finding the right person because we have so many cousins to choose from. I mean, even if you do not marry the right one, you can always marry one more sister. That Like, uh, before uh, my parents got married, uh, they were both cousins, actually. How weird is that? That is fucking weird. Um, Here's what, here's even worse. My father actually wanted to get married to my aunt, but it did not work out. So he ended up marrying my biological mother. It is, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. This uh, one time, um, I was at my parents place. Uh, I was sitting in the living room and there was pin drop silence. My mother was probably in her bedroom sleeping and I don't know where my father was and I see an Amazon Alexa device on the table and I turn it on and I hear loud moaning voices of a woman having rough sex and this is my home and we are super religious and so I immediately whip out my phone to see if it is connected to uh, to the Alexa and it is not so I rush to my bedroom I open the door and I spot my father watching porn. I mean, immediately I do something. I pull off the cables and in the meantime, my mo- mother walks out and she's like, what is happening? What was that? Now I am in a muddle. Do I turn my father in or do I not? Do I do I or do I not? So at on that day, I basically took the blame and saved my ass, saved my father's ass that day. Uh, it was super awkward at the dinner table. I don't get why people consume pornography. I don't get why they find it so appealing. I can only tell you why I like it. Right. Um, I was a handsome kid growing up, uh, still am. And I never had to pay for sex, not once. Never spent a dime on such things because we are all cousins. All right, that was a callback. Uh, uh, I am like, I grew up in a super religious family and uh, we were not allowed to talk about sex or even listen to my m- music as well. My father was so religious. And so I naturally became curious about what's it like having sex with musicians? Like, do they hit a gong at the start of every makeout session? Do they moan in beats? Uh, do they do a drum roll when you're about to come? I don't know. I have a million questions uh musicians in the crowd call me all right all right that was my time guys thank you so much
8: is so- <laughs> Emily. yay thanks for coming all right oh good yeah good luck be safe thanks for being here all right your next comedian just walked in the door put your hands together everybody for Jay Damodaran. Yeah. what does it take to
0: get you out my mentality is getting ill
20: my bad my bad i yeah it was a high crowd work no not gonna do. (laughs) how right hey guys doing on a friday We doing we doing good sir i remember you from last time what was your name again you are machine you have a last name machine machine are you like an r b singer or some shit? what is this you just mononym mill metal machine all right i'm gonna stop talking to you okay uh (laughs) metal machine. Jesus. There's something about like communism there. There's something about we're all going to you're taking over. You're just you're you're like a robot basically, right? That's what you're telling us? You are and you're just learning how to do stand up and like you we're giving you data right now. Fuck out of here, dude. At least be discreet about how you <laughs> steal our craft. Um, no. Uh I'm going to do jokes. Um okay, uh yeah, I am uh, thinking about quitting porn. Call back to Usair, you're talking about porn. Uh, I think about qu- quitting porn cuz I feel like porn like has like fucked up like the standards of like women that I think I can get with, like cuz like cuz porn sites won't stop you from jerking off to women that are definitely out of your league, right? I feel like that would be like a good solution if you want like healthy porn consumption. It's like anytime you click on a link, it's like, "No, no, no, this is too hot for you," okay? Listen. <laughs> Listen, you uh, you're you need to jerk off something a lot in a lot lower jack bracket gonna keep it pam i'm gonna keep it i don't care i like jack i like jack bracket my face is so cold um okay let me tell you another joke uh i uh i went to a steakhouse recently and uh i got a, i got a roadkill like they had a roadkill on the menu i was like i want to try that and uh, i was really curious because they also said locally sourced i was like that, that sounds sounds healthy uh and the dude's like fantastic choice and he brought brought me out a liver just a straight-up liver i was like what is this he's like yeah dude the guy that usually runs over the animals hit a tree (laughs) i was like so how's his specialty he's like yeah because it's beer battered okay that's a fantastic joke i appreciate you guys um i uh i live with three women which makes like it makes using the restroom really hard because i'm like very self-conscious about like if they're listening right like but like that's just i'm never gonna fuck them like i'm never gonna fuck the women i live with right oh no <laughs> no but uh they all have friends though so like i feel like i should do my part to be like hey maybe like use your imagination maybe he has like a massive you know right like so anytime they're around like i just actually ex- I, I just make sure to like pee extra hard like it sounds like i'm just packing down there but uh <laughs> okay that's weird um but like shitting is even worse though because like i don't want them to hear like what that sounds like coming out of me right and we have two bathrooms in this house one has like a loud fan and like the other has a bidet, right? Which is it's a dilemma because I like I like a clean hassle, but I also like my privacy. The loud fan, but I usually go with a bidet because the sound of me like shitting is usually drowned out by the sound of me coming. So, all right, <laughs> that's the best joke I have tonight. So you guys better fucking like that shit. Okay, no, um, I uh, you guys know Outcast like the 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 rap group Outcast familiar. Lauren, I'll help you out. Don't worry. It's uh, they have this one song. It's called "So Fresh and So Clean." It's like a like it's an R and B song, but there's this one lyric that always gets me. There's a lyric that says, "I love the way that you are. I love the way that you ain't. You so and Frank, let's hide out in the attic about two weeks." That's that's a real lyric, yeah. So apparently two. That's that's two is just the number of platinum albums you need to write a song about fucking a woman in an attic to protect her from Nazis. That's that's how many platinum albums you need okay you guys have been fun i'm gonna get out of here have a nice night dude
8: yay jay tamadaran there's two comedians left everyone clap your hands together everybody for sean durham yay
5: I'm, uh, I'm injured, so I need a chair tonight.